This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 924, Spotlight on the Eternals. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 924, Spotlight on Eternals. Just Eternals. <laughs> I'm your host, Kelly Chapman, and with me is the lovely Adam Chapman. Adam, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me on your show now. Uh, it's only my show today because I decided that your listeners are probably tired of just hearing your voice, so I thought hashtag needs more Kelly. I liven things up with my lovely voice today, uh, and just for the record, I was laughing because Adam told me that the movie was called The Eternals, and I said The Eternals or Just Eternals, and he said Eternals, Just Eternals, and then made me promise not to say that, <laughs> so I did, um, and that's basically why our podcast is called comic shenanigans because uh i bring the shenanigans you do it's nice to have the shenanigans back he's the comic i'm the shenanigans <laughs> it's very you know, true it's unfair that i don't get to listen to the theme song i will it, listen you like add it in after in post yeah yeah in post oh you're fancy <laughs> we're literally sitting in our living room i add it in post <laughs> okay you I'll, after we record I'll, I'll let you hear it no but then everyone doesn't get to listen to me singing along oh. that was more my point it oh. was for the listeners okay i'm people sorry in australia that. really like my singing yes they do i just made that up i i went along with it oh okay it's it's the first will of improv it's yes and oh okay so you say see, yes now we're getting technical so, so you accept the premise okay. i accept the premise so i am the host today which means we get to talk about anything i want okay uh, and i have chosen to do a podcast on a movie i haven't watched um <laughs> do you have any interest in this movie clearly i wasn't actually given a choice of topic no i didn't want to see it uh, you came up with the, the premise of, of taking over the show and talking to me about it, as yes. opposed to me talking about it on my own. Yeah, well, it's also way less stressful, because sometimes like we go to watch a movie, and I'm like in the movie theater thinking about like what I have to say on the podcast, and like mm. what are my good points going to be, and like, oh, I have to remember this. Whereas, like, I haven't seen the movie. I don't have anything to remember. I'm just going to mm-hmm. guide you into hopefully making an enjoyable podcast when, for your listeners. When we see No Way Home... Are you going to be stressed out because you know I'm going to make you podcast? Oh, I'm not podcasting. I'm retired. You're retired after this? This is my announcement. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. Let me think about that when we get there. It, 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 I, I do get what you mean, though. There is something when you... when Like, I don't think of it that way, but I know that you and other people have thought about that because they're like, I'm going to be on the podcast. I'm not used to being on a podcast and talking about a certain way about a movie. And so you're, you're trying to think of plot points or things to kind of take note of so that you can make sure that the discussion is better on the podcast. I definitely understand... Because you're not the first person to say that. To have, I think you're the one who gets the most stress from it, but uh, you're definitely not the, the only one to, to feel that way well, who has been on the show before to talk about a movie, which I do miss. Obviously, it's because I care the most about the show. Oh, 100%. Um, I think people think you're the reason it's gotten to 924 episodes, but really, it's me. Um, it is. Your patience and understanding. Aw. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to Eternals. Just Eternals. Yes. For a minute. Um so this is a movie that I had zero interest in seeing. 
um, and you were very excited to see. And, you know, the pandemic, pandemic, that's how we say it. That's um, how we say it, yeah. Being what it is, you know, things are different. They're getting better. I know a lot of our listeners are in the States and things have progressed a little quicker. Um, we're getting back to normal. It's just taking some time. Mm-hmm. So you hadn't been to a movie theater since the start of this. No. I know Tibor and I went to the drive-in. So we had that experience. We went to see 007. Yeah, I've had two uh, drive-in experiences. I blanked on what the movie was called. Don't let Tibor listen to this. No time to die. I knew that. Just- didn't yeah, know it at the time. So, so I had been to two drive-ins. I had been to Shang-Chi, yeah. and I had seen Tenet last year. Um, but this is the first time, yeah, in an actual, like, real movie. Not, not that drive-ins aren't movie theaters, but... No, it's different. It, it's a different environment. You're in your own car. Yeah, like, so... Like, you have a controlled environment. 100%. So this was the first time I'd been in an actual movie theater. I was trying to think what last movie it was. It might have been Sonic, because I think Sonic came out after Birds of Prey. They came out around the same time. Those two movies yeah. would have been two of the last movies I ever saw, I saw in theaters. I saw Sonic, Birds of Prey, and I saw Knives Out, which might have been in March. So that might have been actually Ooh, you might slightly have, later. Yeah. Which was a good movie, by the way. I'm still trying to get you to watch that. I, it's um, not like I'm resisting. We just we don't think of it. We're when, busy. Listen to us. We're busy. We have kids. We have jobs. <laughs> when we sit in front of our TV, it's usually like, what do you want to watch? And we would never remember, oh, yeah, That's we should true. watch that movie. I'm going to make a list. Yeah. I do think the <laughs> this is a thing for, for parents is that once the kid goes to bed and it's like 8.30 or 9.00, you don't necessarily want to sit down and watch a two and a half hour movie. You want to watch something like short, but, but I feel that like doesn't exist anymore. If you didn't anymore. have kids, you'd just be like, it's not like we go to bed early anyway. It's just like you're so tired that the idea of staying up yeah. late is tiring. Well, I think but you'd then start we end a movie up at eight. That late anyway. Like, I think you'd start a movie at like eight, though, because you'd, you'd eat dinner and you'd be yeah. hanging out and you'd be like, well, let's watch a movie. That'd be eight yeah. o'clock and not nine, nine thirty. And so I, and if, I think also. So what you're saying is the eight year old needs to go to bed at eight o'clock. I'm I hear you. I am, in for, <laughs> I am in for that. Anyway, you digress. I do digress. So I didn't want to see the movie um, and things being the way they are. You know, wasn't really the opportunity for you to get a big group together and nope. go see the movie. Wasn't even a thought. So you went with your mom. I did. Um, and your mom's not coming on the podcast. No. Although you haven't invited her, so you don't really know that. I'm for also sure. surprised that she wanted to even see it at all because my mom is usually like when there's spaces involved, she, her eyes glaze Space? over. Space in general, oh, or, oh, okay. or like <laughs> space like that. Like yeah. it's not really her thing. Um, like we saw those Star Trek Wars movies. <laughs> yes, thank you. Don't let you wear this. My dad loves sci-fi. My mom really could care less, yeah. and and she just gets she feels like she gets herself gets confused very easily on, on that type of stuff. And we saw it on you know in Canada on Remembrance Day. The banks have the day off, so that's why I was off. So we saw it at noon. So like you know, really trying to get the the smallest. Your, your crowd. boss isn't listening. You don't have to tell people you watched it on a day. I'm like okay. it's fine. Anyways, it was trying to get the smallest crowd possible. I think there was like under twenty people in the theater. Uh, it was a it was one of the bigger theaters at this particular. Um, you know, multiplex. Uh, it was, and honestly, I felt very emotional, kind of sitting down at a movie theater again. Yeah. And because there were so little people in it, we had talked beforehand about, you know, would we take our masks off to eat? Like, would I get popcorn or would I eat? And originally, I was like, no, I'm going to sit there and not do anything yeah. and just go and get. But once we were like, well, there's no, there's really not that many people in there, and they're not that close. I'm like, all right, I guess I can, you know, have some popcorn, and and that felt like a very normalizing experience that I hadn't yeah. had in so long. Well, and that's an interesting point you bring up because I feel like a lot of people listening or a lot of our friends have said well you're vaccinated who cares like why are you so worried Mm. and i think for us as parents the thing is having unvaccinated children because you're thinking okay i'm vaccinated if i get it it's probably fine but what if i bring cooties home to my kids like what if you know that whatever percent where the vaccine you still get it and you're Mm -hmm. bringing those germs home to the kids who are not protected so i think you know everyone is at a different comfort level with returning to normal and some people would be like yeah i'm not worried about anything you know i've seen fifty thousand people 
at a concert in the States or at a football game and no one seems worried and Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, there's 20 people in the theater. Can I take my mask off? So I think, you know, everyone is at a different comfort level, but also it's weird that we feel the need to like explain ourselves or discuss what we were thinking. Like it's a very personal choice how you go on with your lives, but it's very interesting because I think when this whole thing started, we probably thought it'll end one day. And, And now we're seeing that it's, gradually getting better but there is no end date there is no time with at which everyone's back to normal um so it's very interesting i mean we could just call this podcast (laughs) podcast the first time back at movies and not actually talk about the movie i mean that's kind of what it is yeah i mean like and i was i was bummed out because uh i I told you that we you know sit down usually get like you know five to ten minutes of ads and then you get a bunch of movie trailers and then you get your movie no movie trailers but like i was really bummed out by that tell me that and i made a mental note to ask you on the podcast just kidding um (laughs) But you literally like watch the trailers the minute they're released. Yes. So would there have been anything new for you? Uh, likely not. But there is a different experience to see a trailer on the big screen. Right. But if you've already watched it, watching the same trailer, or you think it'd be like a different? Uh, like the things that are coming, Spider-Man, yeah. Ghostbusters, like whatever. I've, you've seen those trailers. I've probably seen every permutation of the trailers that come out. However, I don't watch every trailer for every movie. So there would probably be, there could okay. be some surprises. And again, but I think there is a different, you you interact with it differently when you see it on a, you know, RTV, which is what, 55 inches or something versus this giant screen. So I may have seen some of these trailers already, but if I could have seen a Ghostbusters trailer on the big screen, I would have felt different. It would have connected with me in a different way because that's how you're supposed to, in theory, watch these movies is on a big screen and this big okay. thing. Well, I'm hoping we do see Spider-Man in the big theater. I think you arranged a babysitter for us, so we'll see how that experience goes when I get to go back to the theater. Well, I, um, and that'll be interesting if we go the way we're hoping to go is uh, we're hoping to go to like a VIP theater where there's less amount of seats and it's yep. like more like segmented, like you're really kind of making you feel even more comfortable. I'm um, very excited about seeing that movie, for sure. But okay, we're talking well, about the Eternals. Just the Eternals. Uh, just the Eternals. You said the Eternals. I did, because it doesn't sound right. Okay, so let's actually dive into the movie. Okay. Um, so let me tell you all I know about the movie. Okay. And as always, spoiler alert, although I haven't seen it, so who knows. Um, I'm going to tell you what I know about it, and then you can tell me what it's actually about. Okay. okay. So Eternals is a movie... Where they got, they have a bunch of different superheroes, and the premise is don't correct me till I'm done. The premise is that these eternal beings have been placed on Earth to fight these deviants. Yeah. Uh, but they're not supposed to get involved in like human conflict. So they've just been like hanging out, watching the world go to crap um, until a deviant shows up, and then they have to get involved. And then there's a lot of fighting. And uh, not a lot of character development. And then it turns out they were, like, tricked, maybe, by the people who told them that they were supposed to be doing something. But there was a darker purpose and something about new beings being generated. That's basically what I know. And then Harry Styles shows up. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Good. Yep. You got some of the main plot beats. Okay. Uh, you have these eternal beings meant to safeguard the you know the, the planet against the deviants. Um, there is uh, you know essentially they, they think they're, they're, they have this grand purpose to protect humanity, uh, but it turns out they're really uh, there to protect the Earth and make sure that the population grows so that uh, a celestial growing within the Earth can then emerge and destroy the entire planet as it's born. Um, okay, pause. Yeah. Did you know that before you went to see the movie? Did I know... Like this plot? Uh, 
My question is, if you would choose to go to see a movie with that weird of a plot. Yes. You will, okay. Good. Sorry, would I see a movie like that? I've read comics like that. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, the idea of having a celestial seed inside the planet is... I, I, I can see your face. You're like, I can't believe you used the word celestial seed. Um, I'm going to try and slip that into conversation later. <laughs> How would you do that? I don't know, but I will figure it out and I will let you know next week. Um, so was, Just kidding. I'm not coming back on the podcast <laughs> next week. <laughs> uh, Celestial Seed. Um, yeah, so like I've read comics like that, similar. So as this stuff is happening, I'm constantly looking at my mom being like, are you are you here for this? Are you okay. keeping keeping up with this? Um, the, and inquiring what minds want to know, was your mom here for it? Uh, she got confused at one point. Okay. She wasn't sure why someone did something. There okay. is a betrayal in the movie. Ooh. Is uh, it Jolie? Is it what? Is it Angelina Jolie? No. She looks like she would betray a bitch. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. She's very violent in the movie. Oh, she okay. likes to kill people. Oh, or no, likes to kill good. deviants, I should say. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I do think that... So one thing I will say you were not right about is that there is a lot of character development. Um, almost to the detriment of a plot. Like, oh, at times, okay. the plot's not really moving. We're just spending a lot of time with oh, characters. Oh, okay. And that's good. There's no, like you have all these new characters. You want to understand who they are and have a bit of a feeling. I feel like, uh, and we watched kind of a, a pitch meeting, uh, or I watched a pitch meeting about it, and I think it was pretty accurate that it felt like a, a movie all about getting the band together. But that's the movie. Like, the, oh. like usually you're getting the band back together and then you go do something. But like Birds of Prey. Yeah, they were getting a band together. Yeah, the band gets together and then, and then breaks they, up, and there was never actually. But they at least did something as the band. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, they kind of did something as a band here, but it didn't feel like a lot. Um, so it, the movie felt very long. I enjoyed it overall. I would give it like a seven out of, eh, six or seven out of ten. Um, I didn't think it was a bad movie. Adam gives it a seven? Yeah. Really? That's better than seven. my eights. Usually my eights are what I give things. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it was a movie that um, has really been raked over the coals critically. Um, it's either you love it or you hate it. Um, I Do don't, people love it? I think some people love it. Huh. Um, it. It's 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 an odd movie, but I feel like a lot of the complaints people have is like, well, it's not what a Marvel movie is. I'm like, well, that's okay. You're allowed to change what a Marvel movie is. Oh, that's my least favorite kind of complaint. Which one? You comic book people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What um, do we say? Well, like, the idea that something has to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this isn't a Marvel movie, or oh, that's not Star Trek, or this isn't the way Star Wars is supposed to be, or, you know, this is too far from the original um you know reference yeah. material or mm-hmm. this is too spot on they should have changed something like i feel like those kinds of complaints creep up a lot and i feel like can't we just enjoy movies for what they are i so if yeah. the movie is bad the movie is bad but if it's bad for a comic book movie or for a marvel movie that's annoying i agree i don't usually i don't think i usually speak like that i try not to be i try to be more inclusive because i also feel like more and more especially as i've gotten older especially when, like when i read comics i'll be i'll read a comic and be like this was not a not a comic for me but i can see the merits i can see how it was enjoyable and i can see how if it's for someone of a specific you know you know someone who likes a certain thing it's just not for me and i think when i was younger i was it was very difficult when you're younger to make that dis- that distinction be like oh that movie's garbage no maybe it just wasn't good for you so paul thinks that birds of prey hot was DC steaming, hot, steaming hot dc garbage yes whereas i liked it yeah it's so not you're saying him. that it's just not for him it's not what he likes yeah and that's fine and i think there but i don't think he makes the distinction i don't think he i think he's actually no it's bad i'm like no it's not bad it was an enjoyable movie that a lot of people enjoyed you just didn't like it that's fine 
Um, there is a difference. Now, there, then there's some movies that are just outright trash that everyone can kind of agree. Ooh, what's your example there? From Justin the Kelly? I've never seen it, though. I but can't say that. can't say that. I can't say that. But I feel like also, the world listen, has agreed. I didn't know you back then, but I feel like you would have liked it. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. Um, so I, I feel like Eternals is one of those kind of polarizing movies. and um, But I, I, liked the, I liked a lot of the, the performances. Okay. Um, it just, I so let's felt touch a on some of the performances then for a minute. Sure. Um, so you mentioned Angelina Jolie was very violent. But did you buy her as a superhero? I, yeah, I think that f- casting to me was interesting, but I don't. She felt like the character she was portraying. She did okay. a very good job of it. Um, it felt, you know, I, I could. It's interesting. I think her eternal. They put a lot of uh, layers on it because um, the character kind of forgets who they are and is losing part of who they are. And um, I think she it's did because a, like a great a job. Time machine, and she's being erased from the photo. And, uh, no, no, okay. no, that's not happening. So, I, but I think she did a good job portraying that. Uh, Camille Nanjiani. Uh, he was. Yeah, I like him. He was interesting because he had more of the comedic role, which makes sense because he's a comedian and Didn't very he get, funny like, guy. Super buff for the movie, though. Yeah, yeah and I, that's the thing. I felt like that was unnecessary, and he didn't need to. But then he didn't have like a topless. He didn't have a topless that's not scene. Fair. I know you got all that effort. Yeah. Um, but no. Listen, I, if I worked out that hard and got that in shape, I would want to show it off. Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I did... Okay. So he, he was very funny. I thought his was an interesting character. I like the humor that they used. I like where the character was in our kind of current day. Um, but yeah, I also felt his physicality was unnecessary because they didn't really use it. Um, which, I, okay. you know, it's just interesting that he yeah went through the Marvel diet, you know, came out looking shredded, and it wasn't really a plot point. It wasn't really okay. a character. He didn't need to do so anything that I'm physical. what I'm hearing is that Adam would like more half-naked men in these movies. Well, yeah. If you're going to make these guys... I'm just saying. I'm I, although just, I don't know I if they the made him... I want to know what your feelings are on the subject. Uh, you know, don't take it out of context, but yeah. more half-nakedness from um, the men in Marvel. A big strength of this movie is definitely, definitely um, a diversity, because um, you had a lot of different ethnicities... And kind of showing that you know anybody can be a superhero in all shapes and sizes. So I, mm-hmm. I definitely appreciated that. I think some people, close-minded people, are against it, but I'm like, who cares? You know, they all did a good job with their characters. I don't care what their nationality is. Salma um, Hayek was good. She was really good. Yeah, it's interesting watching her in interviews, being like, you know, I wish that there'd been, you know, like I want people to be able to see, like, you know, a Mexican woman can be a superhero or be a superpowered individual. In fact, she's the leader. Uh, of, oh. of the team um, so you know she gets a, I would say from a narrative device I there was a lot of back and forth back and forth and I don't always like that I don't know if you know this about our son he also hates that um, he hates a narrative that keeps flashing back whenever we read like comics and stuff where they're like they'll flash back to like you know a few days earlier and they keep doing it and he's like why are we doing this again like he just likes a straightforward narrative he does not like no flashback. flash sideways yeah he don't no, that's not for he's him not watching he lost. would he would is not he lost? be lost yeah yeah he would not be there for that. Um, so there was a lot of that, and I think that, again, kind of sapped some of the energy of the film because you kept going backwards um, and okay. seeing more kind of... Whereas I think maybe doing it just all in, in a row might have been better. But I think that works so well for some movies, and I know I'm bringing it up again, but like Birds of Prey, they did a lot of like yeah. going back and showing you what happened. 
And it worked really well in that movie, I thought. I thought because they used a sense of humor and it was yeah. a bit more sly. And it was kind of okay. like the winking at the camera being like, well, remember this happened? But this happened as well. Like it felt, it, there was an energy to it. So you're saying this was too serious and it didn't work It was well. much more serious. Okay. Like if you're, if, you're, if you're used to Marvel movies having a sense of humor, there's less of that here. There still is. Poke, you know, it, there's a bit of humor poking its head through. We don't get as much of it. It's definitely a beautiful movie. Um, it's well shot. It's, you know, the cinematography is quite nice. Um, and sorry, just to be clear, when you say cinematography and like well shot, you're talking about like actual location filming or like green screen CGI? I, I know that they used a lot of actual locations. Okay. Um, and so you could feel that. Like it definitely felt very pretty. Um, there's a lot of, I would say this is probably the most philosophical Marvel movie in a lot of ways because like the, the core idea is like they're trying to save Earth. But the idea is that these, these celestial beings populate you know these planets and in order to create more of their own kind they have to you know basically destroy another planet but to create another one of them so you know what's the greater good and they're trying to propagate more of their species to keep the universe in line but then you have the eternals themselves just trying to save the billions of people on earth and so it's an interesting kind of perspective now the eternals have been lied to about the you know why what they're actually doing and what their purpose is um which is, I guess, what makes the Celestials more of the villain. Um, but at the you know, but it's an interesting kind of text to argue. Uh, what what is their purpose? You know, they're going against their purpose. Um, and one of the characters, you know, ends up kind of betraying them because he believes in the celestial purpose, the purpose that they were originally designed for. And so he, but they're rebelling against what they were designed for. Hmm. Okay, that is interesting. Does it make you want to no. see the movie at all? No. Not at all, eh? I would say there's a few um, kind of jump moments in the movie. Um, they were a little violent. You know where on, on... I know. I just jumped and uh, it, no one could see that. Um, but there were some jump moments where it, those were the moments where I was like, if I, if I had been on the bubble about our eight-year-old being able to watch this movie, that sealed it that he can't. Because mm. I'm like, ooh, well, that character died. <laughs> nope. My eight-year-old's not watching this. That's fair. I watch every movie that way now, though. Oh. Like, thinking about... When and if Zach can watch this movie? I don't know why you're so excited to get him to watch movies. Then he's going to want to like watch stuff with us and stay up late and come to the theater with us. True, but I just like to, you know I, I've Are always you been trying ab- to replace me on the podcast. <laughs> no, I've always been about trying to share experiences. I like that's why I like going to movies with big groups of people and then talking yeah. about it afterwards. I like to share. I want to share things I love with other people. Well, um, hopefully we can get back to that. Yes, in the not too distant future. Um, it's hard to believe, though. We should have done a podcast. We did. We had, uh, you know, neighborhood movie nights in our yeah in our back with our neighbors, and um, we watched the Suicide Squad. Well, we did. See That's did right. There? We that, did that. That was the correct usage of the. Yes, we did. Um, we could have done a podcast. I think it was late at night by the time we watched the movie, but yeah. um, that would have been a good one to get people's opinions on because. You know, I'm sure Alex and Todd are just dying to get their feet wet again. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's been an interesting year for Disney Plus or and Marvel specifically, just because like they they've actually by the end of the year they will have released four movies. Like, that's the most Marvel movies we've ever had in a year, I think. Because um, you'll have had Spider Man No Way Home, Shang Chi, Black Widow. Remember that? Uh, why didn't we podcast that? And then Eternals. I don't know why we didn't huh. podcast that. I think it was our anniversary. I wasn't going to make you podcast as well. Where did we do one? Did we do one? Is our anniversary? Yeah. Did we watch it with Tibor? Oh. Yeah, it was our anniversary. Huh. It was July 9th. I think. Interesting. I don't remember things anymore. 
But like you have so much Marvel content. Like even as we speak, we're about to get a Hawkeye next week. Um, you know the streaming series. So side side note, um, Zach was making me guess what his favorite all time Marvel character was. All time. All time. All time, mommy. All time. Who is my favorite? Which okay, this should be easy. It's Spider Man. It's clearly Spider Man. Oh, it's not Spider Man. Okay, so I guess some more of the obvious choices. Okay, it's Hawkeye, which is solely because they got to do archery at Cub Camp on the weekend. Hundred percent. And so now he's like super into Hawkeye. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too, but it was hilarious because it's like when he tries to get me to guess things that just happened. He also in that same um, conversation conversation was trying to get me to guess his favorite chocolate. And, um, spoiler, the answer was Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a chocolate. I know. <laughs> oh, he's so cute, so I never could have got it. And I was like, Zach, that's not chocolate, that's candy. He's like, oh, I thought it was, like, M&M's. He used to do I Spy with me like that. And then he'd be, like, you know, talking about something that was inside something else. I'm like, you can't see it right yeah, now. Yeah, sometimes I think he cheats in I Spy. He just, like, picks a color and then waits for you to name, like, ten things. And then, like, the 11th thing is, like, that's what he was talking about. And I'm like, I don't know. Or he, like, I think maybe he picks multiple things. That's true. And whichever one you don't say, that's the one he's going to say. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. Um, I will mention there was there was two post-credit sequences in this movie. Yes, Harry Styles. Yes, so Harry Styles shows up with uh, a CGI troll who's played by Patton Oswalt. Um, I like him. Yeah, I like Patton Oswalt. Are you allowed to be multiple things in the Marvel universe? Well, there's an argument that are you talking about his role in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is he in something else? Because, yes, that's what I was talking about. I mean, technically, I think he was the voice of MODOK, but that's technically but not canon either. Um, well, he's the voice of Pip the Troll. He's not really... I mean, I guess he kind of looks like like him. Oh. But I guess, I guess they kind of made his face look like him. No, I was um, just wondering. He was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's a lot of argument that it's not part of the real MCU anymore. Oh. Um, even though it, it definitely was at the beginning. And then it had less and less connections with the movie, so they just kind of did their own thing. And now some things that they did have started showing up in the MCU and looking different. Oh. Um, so there's you know consideration that maybe it's not canon anymore. Um, I actually loved Harry Styles. I thought he was great. Okay. Uh, he was in it for such a brief moment. His costume looked exactly what that character's costume should look like from the comics. Obviously, it's you know given the movie treatment, but it looked very recognizable. Uh, he looked like the character Pip the troll looked great. I didn't. I did what, not. Sorry, what's his character's name? Um, Harry Styles. Yeah. His character's name is Eros or Star Fox. And uh, no, so what you're been, saying is um, Harry Styles is your favorite member of One Direction. I think so. Okay, so so far we've established <laughs> that you want more shirtless Marvel men. Yes. That you think this movie is pretty, <laughs> and that Harry Styles is your favorite One Direction member. I mean, based on him being Star Fox, yes. Just recapping for our listeners, okay. continue. I will say the movie ends in a weird note because if they don't do a sequel, what the fuck? Well, that's what I was going to ask you about the, po- the mid- mid-credit, post-credit, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, with the introduction of Harry Styles and Pip the Troll. Yes. I already forgot what you said Harry Styles' character was. Okay. I was listening. Yes. Um, do you think that that was setting it up for hopefully another movie? Um, or do you think... Because yes. a lot of times, like, that's what Marvel uses their post-credit sequences for. Yes. But with a brand new movie like this where it's not clear whether it's going to be received well or get a sequel, um, it's an interesting choice to set up a sequel that you may not get. So I'll say two things. First of all, yes, the post-credit sequence clearly needs the sequel to, to, to fulfill its promise. But the movie itself, before the post-credit sequence, ends with the same idea. The oh, Eternals the- disappear. They're kidnapped by a, by a celestial. Half the celest- half of the uh, Eternals are kidnapped, and you're like, 
Or, that's the end of the movie? Oh. Like, that's... So what you're saying is there's no conclusion to the movie. There's a conclusion to the story they were telling. But then... But then they're going to be judged by the celestial they... They so it's like against. they wrapped up the movie really neatly. Yes. But then Doc shows up and he's like, we got to do something about your kids. <laughs> and they get in the DeLorean. Yes. And then. Actually, yes. They shouldn't have got. Jennifer should never have been in that car. So they spend like the first part of the next movie trying to get rid of Jennifer. I think that's a very apt comparison. Mm. Um, yes. And Star Fox's appearance definitely parlays into what the next movie. Because he basically says, the other Eternals are missing. I'll help you find them. I know where they are. So, yeah. Well, isn't he very helpful? Yes. Now, there is that story. Technically, that's the mid-credit sequence. The post-credit sequence is a bit of a head-scratcher. Okay. So, throughout the movie, one of the main characters, Cersei, or Cersei, um, she has given this uh, boyfriend named Dane Whitman, who really is, it's more of a glorified cameo. He doesn't do much in the movie. I thought he was going to be part of the adventure with them. Not at all. But he's her boyfriend, and I guess they break up at the end. And anyways, he's trying... Or no, they're, they're together, then she's kidnapped. That's right. But he's tr- about to tell her about his family history, that there's something in his family he needs to tell her about. And then she disappears. And my mom's like, oh, I wanted to know what that was. Oh, I could tell something was going on with him. And so like, she so was... So that's where it ended? So that's where it ended for them. So then the postcard sequence, we see him, and we see this box in front of him, and we see a sword. Now, in the earlier in the movie, there's a moment where... Uh, I think Angelina Jolie has a sword in her hand. They're like, oh, is that the Ebony Blade? And she's like, no, this is Excalibur. You're like, okay. Ebony Blade is something that the Black Knight in the comics has, and that's Dane Whitman. So I'm like, all right, I'm all in for this. So we see this sword. We're assuming that's the Ebony Blade, because that's in comics, this is the sword he has. And we hear it kind of talking to him, and you can see it's kind of messing with his head, and he's about to touch it. And then a voice is basically from off screen says, are you sure you want to do that? Or something to that effect. And then it just cuts to black. And you don't know who that is. And they don't actually tell you who it is. Oh. And so my mom's like, who was that? Like, and So, sorry, Dane Whitman, this yes. character that's just the boyfriend. Yes. Um, you know from the name that he's supposed to be someone else 100%. in the comics, but yes. they didn't go there yet. Not yet. Okay. Now, the post-credit sequence, I thought they were going to have him pick up the sword. Yeah. He didn't pick up the sword. and said this person says, like, are you sure you want to do that? And well, It took Steve Rogers how many movies before he got to hold Meow Meow? Yeah, that's true. So Mjol- I Mjol- Mjol- Mjolnir. Oh, I was trying to get it. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew it. So I know it's not meow meow. Anyways, the the voice was Mahershala Ali, who has been cast as the new Blade for the MCU. Okay. This is technically his first appearance in the MCU, though we don't see him. The first thing he's done for the MCU officially is record dialogue in this movie. It just feels weird because if you don't know who Blade is. If you don't know who Mahershala Ali is, if you don't know that that's his voice... Oh, but you fanboys Googled it as soon well, as you could. the director had confirmed it. She said, yeah, that's Mahershala Ali. But, like, I, I just feel like at the end of the Iron Man 1, regard, like, you saw Nick Fury. You saw Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. You're like, whoa, what's this? This is cool. Something's going to happen here. Because you saw a character, you had a character name, and you had the actor. What year did that come out? 2008. Mm. Why? N- no reason. We didn't see that movie together. In theaters. No reason. Why? No, I was just thinking, like, that's what you thought. The rest of us who weren't, like... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm just just trying to remember the days before this was my life. And, uh... (laughs) What was it the other day that you said something in your... Didn't you correct someone on... No, I didn't correct someone. I was joking. (laughs) I was scrolling through Marketplace, and someone had posted some... I'm doing Christmas shopping, clearly. And, uh, someone had posted some action figures... I think they were the ones that Paul hates. Okay. The the, the Titan figures. The... I don't know. Okay. The, the ones you guys call bricks. Yes. Yeah. And someone had posted, like, 
Spider-Man $5 or something, and it's like Iron Man $7. And I was scrolling, and my thought was, that's not Spider-Man, that's Scarlet Spider. Ah, fuck. (laughs) What have I become? (laughs) So... So what you're saying is, is that in 2008, 13 years ago... I don't know if I... First of all, I don't know if I watched the movie. I don't think you did. Second of all, I don't know if I knew who Nick Fury was. I don't know if I knew that this was going to be what it's become. Although maybe no one knew it was going to no be No one like knew this. then, yeah. Um, but it's... You're right. It's interesting to introduce a character as a voice off screen. Maybe. Like, I would say... But is Blade connected to Dane Whitman? In the comics? No. Oh. I mean, technically, I guess in most some versions, Blade is British. So if they decide to make him British and Dane Whitman is British, then there's a connection there. That's about it. Are they both British in the comics? I, uh, You're saying all British people know each other? I th- <laughs> no. I, d- I think Dane Whitman, yeah, he's supposed to be English because, yeah, that's the hereditary, yeah, no, he should be. Um, I, I like that they're going to bring Blade into the MCU. I don't see the connection with Black Knight necessarily. And also it just, yeah, it feels like a weird spot to kind of throw that character in mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Um, but again, if you didn't know, if you didn't look it up afterwards, you wouldn't even know who it was. Yeah, but like, so my mom was just confused. She's like, who said that to her? But those post credit scenes aren't for me. They're not for your mom. I would They're say it was, it was barely even for me. Like, it was cool to see him with the sword. But then you, but if he had just picked up the sword, I would have been like, awesome post credit sequence. Yeah. But then you make, you pivot and you make it more about the voice because this voice is telling him not to do that yet. Yeah. So who's that guy? I'm here for it. But then you don't know who that guy is. And you're not, I'm going to think I'm going to see the movie now. You're not going to see the movie <laughs> for a very short post credit sequence that doesn't mean anything to anybody. I'm not going to see the movie. The thing about Eternals and, uh, sorry, I said Eternals this time, not the. Yeah. Um, is that most comic book fans know nothing about it. Um, we know a few of them. But most comic book fans don't really understand most about the Eternals because most people haven't read it. Uh, the, it was created by Jack Kirby. That was interesting to see a title card where it says Eternals created by Jack Kirby. Um, most other things have been, you know, Stan and Jack, kind of mutual credit. This is 100% Jack Kirby creation. I have seen people online complaining that they didn't go crazy enough with the visuals and that they should have, you know, really embraced the weird and the wonderful that is Jack Kirby. I don't know if that's necessarily the best idea um, or the most marketable, but uh, no. Again, I didn't hate the movie. I think it's a fine movie. I don't think it's as good as a lot of others in the MCU canon. That's the problem when you have 25 movies to choose from is that you never want to be the worst. So Um, what you're saying is like it's better than Hulk but like not as good as Black Panda. Panda. (laughs) Black Panda? Oh. oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we should edit that. No, out. no, I'm keeping that in. That was a great boo-boo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I said boo-boo, you said Black Panda. It's the same. See, every once in a while I like to mess things up so people don't think I'm a nerd. They're like, go. oh, that girl's pretty. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> um, any uh, any I'm last... I'm going to call Black Panda now. I know. Do you have you any know any... what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to get Olivia to start calling Black Panther Black Panda. And that way you guys will stop talking comic books with her. That's my, like, ultimate goal. Who talks comics with Olivia? Sometimes you guys will be, like... Oh. Like, with the yeah. toys and stuff. You'll be talking comic books with Olivia. Um, she's two, by the way. And uh, if I start teaching her the wrong names for the characters, then you guys will get annoyed and won't play with her. And then she'll that, just go back to the princess. That's probably true. I don't, like. I never told her who Spider Man is, but she picks up Spider Man and says, like, "Spider Man." <laughs> no. Okay, you know what the best part of that is, though. What? So she knows certain characters, and I'm not actually teaching her the wrong. Don't at me. I'm not doing that. It was a joke. <laughs> but the best part of she has some 
she, he, all the toys are whatever now. But there are obviously, you know, superhero toys and stuff. And so she'll pick up Spider-Man. She knows it's Spider-Man. She will pick up Wonder Woman. And 100% of the time, if you ask her who that is, she will say, it's mommy. (laughs) I love it. I didn't say that. I didn't. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where it came from. She thinks her Wonder Woman doll is mommy. I'm here for it. You're okay I am with that? okay with that. That's pretty good. And like she's got a good costume. Like it's just like pants and a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like it's totally like an approachable yeah. Wonder Woman. I am down for that. It's not classic bathing suit Wonder Woman? No, no. If she picked up a doll in a bathing suit and said, that's mommy, it'd be a weird. <laughs> but like this one's, you know, she's like long dark hair. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. mommy. Definitely. Is there anything else you want to know about the movie? I mean, I don't think you want to know anything about the movie. Um... Let's see, we touched on some of the characters and the acting, and you said there is character development, and I learned all about Dane Whitman. Yes. And... I haven't... Like, I'm still trying to keep some of the spoilers from you, in case you have Oh, no, it. I'm not watching it. Spoil away. There um, is a... Um, again, there's a wide a, a wide variety of cast, which is nice. You have a who's lot the of guy? Characters. I'm sorry. I don't know all the characters, but one of them's like a like a Marsden Bucky-type looking guy. Uh, you're talking the one who's flying with the eye beams? Yes. I told you what I know. Brown okay. hair. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Kind of looks like a cross between James Marsden and the guy who plays Bucky. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. What's I- his character? Icarus. Oh, oh, he flies into the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How'd, you, how'd you know that? Well, two things. One, He's everyone Icarus. knows Icarus flies into the sun. <laughs> okay. And two, I think I heard something on the radio about you can't have a character named Icarus and not have him fly into the sun. Yeah, that's true. But like, does he die? Uh, it would appear he's dead. Oh, okay. He flies who's, into who's the, the sun. Who's the actor? Do I know him? Uh, I believe he's from, oh, I don't know, Richard Madden? No, I don't no. think he would know okay. him from anything. There's a lot of actors that in here I would say that we wouldn't, not from anything we no, would know. No, I mean... Like the guy who plays Dane Whitman is from Game of Thrones, but we never watched Game of Thrones. Don't tell people that. Uh, that's okay. I never watched it. It's all right. Um, no, I mean, I knew Angelina Jolie yeah. and Salma Hayek and yeah. Camille. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's... And Probably then I knew right. her style showed up because we heard that spoiled yeah. on the radio, yeah. which was weird. That was a weird. That was really weird because it was like a week or two before the movie came out, and I guess yeah. some place had, had had talked about it or publicized this thing, and then every news agency decided to just up. run like, it. This was the story, and I'm like, that's a post credit sequence. We're not supposed to know. It's weird. Yeah, like I knew it before I even. Yeah, like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even know Star Fox was going to be in the movie. And then I knew yeah. that Harry, Harry Styles was going to be in it as Star Fox. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting choice. I, I loved it. I was I honestly like it, I want to I want to see more of it. The like, Star Fox movie. I, I I'd watch it. I don't know why, but you say Star Fox, and I picture like a dude with a dog fighting crime. Really? Yeah. Like I don't know where this image is coming from. I thought you. But might... also, when you said CGI troll, I was totally picturing the trolls from Frozen. I was like, oh. oh, that's so cute. But I'm guessing that's not what the trolls um, look like. No, this one looks a lot more like um, um, Phil, the character who's like a centaur, half centaur from, from Hercules. From Hercules. Um, he's and, not a troll. I know, but he kind of looks that way. Okay. Also, he's drunk all the time. Not Phil. Not Phil. Uh, <laughs> Pip. Well, don't be dragging Disney. Pip the troll is a teleporter, and okay. uh, he's he's drunk. And, oh, so he uh, Star Fox looks like Danny DeVito is what you're saying. Yeah, kinda, yeah, okay, yeah, kind of. Uh, okay. Star Fox is also Thanos' brother. Okay. They're both. Well, I will say this. <laughs> you want to um, see the Star Fox movie? <laughs> the, <laughs> well, this is more than I need to know about the Eternals movie. The. 
You said the yeah the Eternals movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Because if I said like the <laughs> Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> oh god, okay. they would work, right? I know it's not the Eternals, <laughs> but it's still the Eternals movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shenanigans. Got it. So I think we're ready to wrap this up. Yes, I we think are. now is about the time where you would talk about some of the upcoming things we have on the podcast. And um, let's be honest, I don't know anything about what's upcoming on the podcast. So let me just say some things that might be coming up. Okay. Um, Adam's going to do some more reviews for you. Yes. He's going to interview some more people. Uh, hopefully uh, soon, yeah. He's going to watch some movies and tell you about them. Yeah. And um, that's what's coming up. Yeah, on the podcast. There, uh, we're gonna have a. Uh, we haven't done one in a while, but comic shenanigans on the road because I'm doing a road trip, and uh, there's gonna be three nerds in a car chatting about yep. all sorts of stuff. Yep, that uh, I will be sure to let you guys know when that is, so you can skip it. <laughs> um, that sounds awful. Although I will say, I was not invited on this trip, and I'm okay with it. I figured you would. I be. do not want to be in that car. No. That's fine. Okay. But that's going to be coming up with our friends Paul Scores and Nathan Struck. Yes. And you guys can look for that sometime in the not-too-distant future. It'll be Adam's first foray back into the States since it's the true. borders were closed months and months and months that's ago. That's crazy. I hadn't thought about that. It really is. Yeah. My, my poor passport hasn't seen action in some time. Nope. <laughs> I didn't make the obvious joke. Okay, and, thank you. Um, so that's what's coming up. Uh, also, sometimes we like to do some shout-outs. So, shout out to AJ. Okay. Shout out to Eric. Always Eric, yes. Shout out to, oh, Matt. Matt Miller, yeah. Yeah. And there was someone else, Tim. Tim. Tim yeah. Riley. Tim Riley. It's like and a greatest hits here. Did he have a second baby? <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hopefully get a Christmas card this year. Yes. Because they always have some really nice Christmas cards. I mean, cards. he might listen to this episode. And well, if I'm not on the list, I would like to be on the list. I, I, uh, I, In fact, that goes for any listeners. If you guys are like, oh, I have an extra Christmas card with a picture of my family, send it to Comic Shenanigans. We will send you the address. We love Christmas cards with pictures of people's cute babies and families on them. This is true. Or like you and a dog. I'm totally down with that. Or just you. Adam would like to see your comic book collection, maybe. Like, if you want to just, you know, take pictures of your video games, that's fine, too. We love all families. Yes. It's fine. And uh, I guess the other thing I'm supposed to do is to tell you to um, listen to us on Stitcher. Ooh. Yeah. And, what else? Uh, email us yeah. at uh, comic shenanigans. At gmail.com. Wow, well done. And then, as my eight year old would say, make sure to smash that like button. (laughs) I don't know if that's appropriate here because I don't listen to podcasts. But it's pretty good. You can rate and review us on iTunes. I know that. I know that. I was getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you ruined it. I did ruin it. All right, well, let me turn it back over to the original, although not superior, host, Adam (laughs) Chapman, so he can close us out. Well, thank you so much for being part of the episode it was it was fun to chat with you on the part podcast. of the episode i am the episode sorry thank you for being the episode Jeepers. today uh i appreciate you being part of it um you know it's, it's a lot of fun to record with you i'm hoping you come back before episode a thousand which may or may not be the last episode well i would like to point out that i was not invited to episode 900 okay well episode 1000 you're absolutely part of because it may as i said it might be the last one maybe um, i'll do episode a thousand with it uh, that'd be really, really hard for me. <laughs> it'll just be called shenanigans, though, and it'll be me like going through your stuff. Oh no! In the basement, and just like randomly like touching your comic books, and like I, I don't like this. 
This is this is not fun. It's not fun for me. <laughs> Do you have a safe word? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, as Kelly mentioned, next up the. Uh, we have a reviews episode coming out in a couple of days, and then we'll have the uh, the road trip episode coming up shortly thereafter. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye bye.